Hello and thank you for listening to episode 213 of 60 Minutes With. I'm Dave and this is another of our Soundcheck interview shows. And these are the shows where I get to chat with people from within the music industry. And above all else, these are the shows where I get to chat to people who I'm a big fan of. Yes, there's no faint praise in these shows. I absolutely love being given the opportunity to spend some time having a chat with people who, quite frankly, I'm a fan of. And this guy, Tim Ripper Owens, I've been a fan of since 1996, when I guess he got on a lot of people's radar because he replaced Rob Halford in Judas Priest. And I've followed his work since then. And uh, as I mentioned in this chat with him, all of the stuff he's done, I, I really like, but I've got my favourite. I have my favourite. I love the work he did uh, so far with A New Revenge. They released an album last year called Enemies and Lovers, and we have a quick chat about that. And you're going to hear a song from that in just a few minutes' time. And, of course, we chat about the Three Tremors as well. And they're touring America and the UK this winter and spring. Uh, there's a news piece about it on our website. Please go there. I'll give you the, uh, the address of the website, just in case you don't know it, at the end of the show. So please, here's your, here's your opportunity to go uh, and see Tim with the Three Tremors. Awesome band. Powerful band. Oh my God, I mean, with three vocalists like that, how, how can you go wrong? So let's begin this show. Um, well, first of all, a, a little apology, because my microphone, the one I'm using now, the one that I've used for quite a while now to record shows, it decided to throw a little bit of, uh, of a hissy fit. Unfortunately, it threw this fit just as I phoned Tim in America, and he couldn't hear me. Uh, so I had to try again. I had to default to my old headset. So uh, the sound at my end might not be quite as clear as it is with this microphone. Um, but thankfully, uh, I got it all to work and managed to speak to Tim because, uh, yeah, I would have been very annoyed, to say the least, if he wouldn't have been able to hear me. So let's begin the show. Uh, with a great song from a great album. Uh, it's Tim with A New Revenge, the album Enemies and Lovers, released last year. Please go and buy it. I'm sure you will after listening to this song, which is called The Way.
Hiya, hiya, Tim. Can you hear me okay? I can, yeah. Oh, hiya. This is Dave in Wales from the 60 Minutes With podcast. Yes, Dave. How are you? Uh, oh, I'm good, thanks. How are you? I know you're really busy at the moment, aren't you? Doing a lot of interviews. Yeah. We're up in the middle of doing them. It's good, though. Is that good? Yeah, I know. Good I mean, to do <laughs> I was going to say, what, you know, how is it? You're such a busy guy, and you know, you're recording, you're touring constantly and everything, and then you've got to fit in these interview shows. Um, you know, d- does it get frustrating at times? Because I'm sure you ask the same questions over and over. <laughs> well, they're always a little bit different, but you know, I, I don't get frustrated with it. The funniest thing is, though, is talking uh, makes my voice more tired and wears it out more than singing does. So it's always kind of funny after doing, <laughs> you know... I, uh, day of interviews or, or three or four in a row, it's like all of a sudden I start feeling my voice. I was like, holy crap, it's funny, just talking, so it's weird. Oh my god, yeah, and that, of course your voice is something that you've really got to look after, that's for sure. Yeah, at my age, you really do. <laughs> <laughs> now, I've got, I, I know we're limited for time and there's a lot I want to talk to you about, but before we get on to the three tremors and everything else that you've got going... I do, I do need to just spend a couple of minutes and thank you uh, and everybody else that was involved in that evening. I saw you at KK Steel Mill a couple of uh, months ago. Oh, I know, man, that was just a, a fucking awesome gig. So th- thank you for that. It was an absolute pleasure to see you and KK and Les and Dave on stage uh, and AJ on guitar. So, yeah, thank you for an incredible, incredible night. That, and, and I was lucky enough to be at the Q&A as well. And you guys seemed just in such high spirits and really enjoyed the evening you know what was it like from your side of the stage well it's great i mean i'm um you know great friends with all of them and uh you know kk and 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 less and myself just having that judas priest connection up there um pretty amazing i mean uh i think a lot of people wanted to see that i mean with with my era judas priest as i even said and you know uh, Q&A, my era Judas Priest kind of being not out there, you know, not played live or not anything or, yeah. or discussed by, by Judas Priest. You're going, and okay, that's fine. And then Ken not, KK not being in the band any longer, uh, I think people want want to see that, you know. And, Definitely, uh, yeah. We, I mean, I'm friends, Ken and I have stayed friends. Uh, the guys in Jewish Priest and I are all friends, you know, uh, including Rob and including the management. So, I'm, I mean, I'm friends with everybody. But I, it was a great thing, and I think it's drawn a lot of interest from a lot of people around the world, from promoters to agents to, I mean, management companies. It's crazy what, once we did that, the calls, we started getting from all that <laughs> stuff. I was like, oh, crap. Uh, but it was a lot of fun. It was, uh, you know, every time I would tour the UK solo, uh, you know, last four years, I probably went twice. Uh, did solo tours. I have a great band from Ireland that maxed me up called Sandstone, and we would do these tours. And, you know, every time I played uh, Wolverhampton or uh, Manchester, I think, because Manchester's not too far from Birmingham, mm-hmm. a couple yeah. hours, I think. Yeah. Uh, KK would always come out every time, you know. He'd come out to the shows and hang out and uh, bring, me, bring a couple of cases of beer to me and the band <laughs> and... Uh, have a lot of laughs, eat some dinner. So we uh, we've always, you know, always stayed in contact. So I really had a good time doing that. So yeah, it's always yeah. nice to be around them. 
Yeah, yeah. Like I say, it's it's one of those shows that you know I'm going to look back on for years and years and thank my lucky stars that I was there. It was such a it was such a great gig. Well, what makes it even more exciting to me was having less because. You know, I, I I met Les a few years back. He came out to a, one of my solo shows in uh, London, and I'm like, oh my god, Les Binks is here! And he came up and played some songs for us, Running Wild and Element for Leather and Green Man Alicia. And I was like, oh man, it's so amazing because he's, you know, I grew up listening to those records from Judas Priest and hearing Exciter and the way he plays the drums, and all of a sudden to meet this guy who who to me just disappeared. I mean, I was in America, so. <laughs> I've never saw anything about Les Binks since he left Judas Priest. So, so um, and I think the fans were amazed uh, at that fact that you have uh, KK and and Les and Ripper on stage. Oh yeah, doing this stuff. Oh yeah, and then you add David Elson. Then you add David Elson, who I've been friends with forever. Uh, who I met David. While I was on tour with Judas Priest, I think we did a couple shows with Megadeth back in the day, but we've stayed really, really good friends. So it was a special night having it. And AJ, you know, I met AJ years Actually, every time Ken KK comes out to the shows, AJ's always with him <laughs> as well, and he'll bring out. So he'd bring out the, the band guys and all this stuff, so it's pretty fun. Oh yeah, yeah. That. I'm I'm not ashamed to say I did get a little bit emotional that evening. It was it was that good of a night. So yes, thank you from the bottom of my heart. Thank you for that evening. It was really good. Oh, you're welcome. Thanks. <laughs> well, I mean, like I said, you're always busy, but holy shit, 2019. What a year! That you know the content that you put out there, the shows that you did, uh, and let's start with the three tremors because you've got an upcoming uh, U.S. and U.K. Uh, spring, a uh, winter and spring tour coming up so i take it you're preparing for that back out on the road with the three tremors again we are yeah you know it's funny because when i when i did that show with with kk there um i was back the next week just about in, in london playing the under underworld wow. that was called underground underworld the underworld uh and uh yeah i mean this is a big big tour with you know we we just released the, the, the solo versions of the of the three Trevor's records. So we have uh, in a couple of weeks we hit America with a quick run of shows in, in Florida and, and uh, in Texas, and then we uh, we come home for about a week, and then we come over to the UK and do the uh, the UK run. So uh, uh, it's exciting. You know, the thing is with the three Trevor's is it's it's heavy metal, power metal, craziness going on with three classic metal singers and. Uh, you know, people really need to prepare, be prepared. And you'll probably hear some some surprise songs in the set. You'll probably hear Burn in Hell from the Jugulator CD will probably be in there. Oh, and awesome. Maybe throw in Painkiller. We'll probably throw in Painkiller and uh, maybe a little Black Sabbath, a little Heaven and Hell going in there. But but most of it is is um, is the Three Trimmer stuff. Oh, and the, the, the idea, you know, to come out with, with the solo versions of the album is is just incredible you know it's it's such an amazing idea and and the fact as well that it's the price point of it which is also important in this day and age is is perfect as well i mean what a package for the fans this is well and, and the artwork and everything and the thing the thing that makes it great is it wasn't planned when he made the record but we all recorded the whole i mean when he sent me the template of, of the vocals and stuff i just did the whole record i just sang it and did my own voice and i 
my version's different than theirs. Even though it was on the same template, I did a lot of different styles singing. A lot of I did a, my version is there's a lot of layering going on, a lot of harmonies and different things. And then when he heard all this, he I think Sean was just like, man, we should put out solo versions. At first, I think he might have been thinking just are each CDs being released, mm-hmm. and then he's like, no, price wise, like you said, let's do uh, let's do the th- the, ver- the own versions. Let's do three three and one. Um, let's do three and one. Uh, you know, twenty bucks or you know, around there, twenty five dollars. I think it's around that price, American for that. And it's not a cheesy little package deal. You know, you got these three CDs, our own covers, all the artwork, everything going into that. That's pretty awesome. Oh, it is, and I'm glad you brought up the artwork as well, because I'm just a couple of years older than you. So of course I remember as well flicking through albums and buying albums purely for the artwork and the artwork on this is just it is one of those if go back to teenage me i'd be buying this just purely on the artwork alone as well oh absolutely it's it's funny and you know what i've said uh to sean the other day i said sean i got a lot of solo touring coming up as well i do a lot of solo touring uh i do uh you know, if I do more of the Dio hologram tour, which the last time we just did that in America, it was such success, mm-hmm. and it was such an amazing tour, and the money put into that. I mean, it, listen, Wendy Dio loses a shitload of money when she does it because it's such an expensive thing, but it's such an amazing thing. Anyways, I'll be touring. I said, Sean, could, maybe I should have my own version to sell. You know, when I'm touring... How about if I have my own solo version, like a single CD disc, to go sell for, you know, to people who who are at my solo shows, who mm. are fans of that, who might want to just buy that? Because I think, you know, even with Harry or even with Sean, you know, he goes out and does some other touring. Why not? You know, we don't have to sell that online in the stores to compete with our other one. But why not even? branch off and sell one when you're just solo because when you're just solo tour someone might not want to spend the $25 on a CD yeah. for the three maybe, maybe they'll want to spend you know $10, $15 on just the Ripper version since it's a Ripper solo show so I'm even trying to talk him into <laughs> to doing something like that so when we tour because Harry goes on a tour for Jack Panzer maybe Harry can sell some Harry versions of his CD anyways uh, it's always something, but here, but but Sean comes up with these ideas and 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 the artwork, and it's a it's an amazing thing what he does. Oh, it is! It really is. It, it's like I said before, it's such an amazing package, and you know, bang for your buck, that this is absolutely brilliant value. And do you, Harry and Sean, do you have any sort of pre-gig ritual before you go out on stage together? Is there anything that you do together, or you know, are you separate and you're warming up your your voices separately? Yeah, we don't do too much. I mean. Uh, Harry seems to be singing by the time he gets up in the morning. I mean, Harry's <laughs> really funny. We'll get, in a, we'll, we'll get in a van at 6 o'clock in the morning, and all I want to do is go back to sleep, and Harry's back there singing. <laughs> who knows what, Elvis or Elvis or, or uh, what? I, who, who, who knows what creator, who got it, God only knows. But we don't really do much. I mean, I, I try to show up. I try to show up pretty... Uh, late in, in the end of the evening I show up right, right before I go on I usually go to the hotel and chill out rest the voice and yeah. not talk and then show up those guys usually hang out there a little bit more uh, but no we just kind of get there and and uh, go on stage 
what about after the gig? I, I, previously, I did a show with Susie Quattro, and she always said that after a gig, she always makes sure that there's a glass of champagne waiting for, for her. That's something that she looks forward to after every gig. Is there anything that, that you either eat, drink, or do after a gig? Uh, not really. I mean, listen, I'm, I'm with Susie then. I would like a, bo- I would like a <laughs> glass of champagne. <laughs> I'm a big, I like champagne. I'm a more of a Prosecco drinker, which is basically the same thing. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's uh, just for, just for middle out. Uh, my, my girlfriend and I love. Uh, it's funny because I'm not a giant drinker, so I like a bottle or a you know glass of. I like to do that. So I would be with her, but I, a, a cold, a nice cold beer would be good. Usually when I'm on stage, about halfway through the show, now I'll say, "Hey, someone, get me a beer," and I'll I'll have uh, a beer on stage. I'll drink it, and then my main thing is probably to have that, but. Really, my thing is that to have that chill out, change, or uh, and get to the hotel. I mean, again, I, I don't. Talking is such a hard thing on my voice. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's funny because I can do these tours, but doing interviews during the day, like I do right, like I've done today, my voice is more worn out right now than oh, it, no. than it is if I say because yeah, so it's a strange thing. Everybody's different, but after the show, come backstage. If we haven't eaten all day, we might have something to eat if it's not too late. But usually, I like to have a, a beer, and I might put that I might put that uh, glass of champagne on there. First of all, I'd love to meet Susie Quattro because, you know, I remember my dad having a Susie Quattro record when I was a kid, mm-hmm. and I remember singing "Sticks and Stones," "Sticks and Stones can't <laughs> oh, yeah. break my bones." Yeah, I remember singing as a kid. So, and then I saw her on this TV show, Happy Days. So, I would love to meet Susie Quattro. That's even the funnest. So. Um, but no, just a beer, a beer, and and uh, uh, you know, a, a bottle of water, and that's about it. Yeah. Well, it, all the listeners to our show, they know I only ever do interview shows with people who I'm really a big fan of, and I've been a fan of you, obviously, since you joined Judas Priest all those years. I've followed all the music that you've done since then. Like I said earlier, you know, I, I saw you down in Birmingham a couple of months ago. I've got to say, Tim, of the stuff that you've done, I absolutely fucking love the new a new revenge album oh my god that is awesome uh please tell me more plans for a new revenge well i think there definitely is i just saw saw carrie carrie kelly uh, the guitar player the other day he's the main songwriter and uh and and he's you know he plays guitar in uh uh oh shoot what the hell is the name of the band uh Sister Christian, know the time. Oh, they might not be begging there. Uh, Night Ranger. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. A band called Night Ranger. Yeah, so he plays with them now. He's been for years. But I love it so much. And, and uh, I love, he's just an amazing guy. And I love the songwriting that he definitely, there's some interest in. Put, and the funny thing about The New Revenge is we really didn't make any money. I think it cost us money to put that damn record out mm-hmm. at the end of the day. Which out of all the records I would do, I would have thought that one would be the one that I that would have, I would have gotten to be yeah. able to sell and make. But we just wanted to put it out. We finally said one day, let's put the damn thing out. Mm-hmm. Let's, you know, because we love it so much. And Carrie and I worked our ass off on making that record. Well, we're gonna do another one, and I also want to do a solo record. So I talked to Carrie about 
I want him to write it with me along with my guitar player and beyond fear, John Capri. I want those two to collaborate a little bit. So I have this mixture of a little bit heavier version of a new revenge, almost the same stuff, but just a little more metalized version. Yeah. But I love Carrie's songwriting. I lo- Listen, I'm telling you, I agree with you 100%. A New Revenge has probably been one of the best accepted and reviewed CDs I've done. Even from, I remember touring my band that I was talking about from Ireland, Sandstone. Mm-hmm. We were touring the UK. And, oh, this is how long we were writing these songs. I was playing them the demos. And, they, you know, this is a metal band who was probably like a more of a dream theaterish. Sandstone's like a dream theaterish, maybe a little heavier version of that stuff. And he was like, "This." They were like, "This is this is brilliant." I mean, this is really good. And it always worried me that the metalheads would wouldn't accept it as much. Mm-hmm. And uh, they loved it, just like you. And uh, to me, it's a great record. I love every record I do. But it's one of those that you could play for everybody, whether it's someone who doesn't like heavy metal or hard rock. They, that one seems to cross over a little bit better to them. They can kind of get into it. Uh, every song on it's a radio hit. I mean, it's not like hit songs, man. Oh, yeah. But it's metal. It's, it's metal. You know what? I? It's a weird comparison, and I don't know if everybody else gets it, but to me it's like a a modern-day updated version of something like a British Steel because mm-hmm. it's pretty basic CD but very catchy. Everything's catchy and basic and... It's great. It's a great CD. Thank you. I'm glad you said it because I think it's. I just love it. Oh no! I mean, I love it. I mean, again, regular listeners know I love. You know, rock music is what I grew up listening to from classic rock from the seventies through you know like hair metal of the eighties and and so on. And what I love about this album, you know, it, it's got you know it, it's got power, but it's got the melody that you always want, and of course, it's got your great vocals on it too. So you know, how can you go wrong? <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. Oh, no, no, that's fine. Yeah, unfortunately, the three tremors, the gigs that you're doing in the UK, I'm based in North Wales. They're too far away for me to get here. I'm, I've got my fingers crossed that later in 2020 that you're going to come up across here either with the three tremors or a new revenge. Um, but please, if you can get any gigs in or around North Wales, Liverpool, Manchester, anywhere like that, I'll be there in a shot. All right, yeah, good. Well, Tim, thank you. I know like, we push for time. I mean, you're so busy doing the interviews and everything. Thank you so much for giving me your time. Thank you again for that gig the other month. And I've got, like I said, my fingers crossed that I'm going to see you live again soon. And keep up the great work. You know, I've been a fan for many years now, and long may you continue what you do. Well, thank you. And listen, you got my number now. If you ever need anything else, just give me a shout, give me a call, and uh, we'll do it again. We'll Anytime. do. Definitely. Uh, well, this is our first show together, I'm, I'm sure, and I really hope that it's not our last. So I look forward to talking to you again, Tim. Thank you again for, for having a chat with us. It's been an absolute pleasure. All right, Dave. Thank you. All right. Thanks, Tim. All right. Bye-bye. All right. Okay, bye. Bye. And the alarm bell, as always, brings to an end another interview show. Uh, what a great time chatting with Tim. I had a, a brilliant time chatting with him. I'm sure you've had a great time listening to us chat as well. Please let us know if you go and see the three tremors on their current tour. Please give us some feedback on what you think of the music, whether you've been a fan of Tim, you know, for 20 odd years like I have, or if you're just discovering him now, maybe through this show, uh, give us some feedback. I'd love to hear. 
Uh, the ways that you can do that, you can go to our website, 60minuteswith.co.uk. There is a contact us form on there, or you can email us direct, which is contact at 60minuteswith.co.uk. We're on Twitter, we're on Instagram, both of those are at 60 Minutes With. We're on Reddit if you search for 60 Minutes With Podcast. There's always a post on there for each episode and you can leave feedback, questions, whatever you want on there. It's always good to hear from people. Uh, you will see another link in the podcast notes for this show. Uh, we're currently at 67% of the fundraising that we need to do to ensure that we can carry on doing what we love doing throughout 2020. We're trying to cover the hosting costs for both the podcast and the website. Uh, if you just have a click and read at the link that's on your MP3 player of choice, you'll see why we're having to do that at the moment. Uh, things have been a bit, uh, well, not good, shall we say. Please go and have a read of that. It would be fantastic if we could hit 100% as soon as possible, and then we're assured of carrying on through this year. Uh, because we've got a lot of stuff planned. More shows, more news, more reviews, more competitions. There's a hell of a lot coming at you, and we would, uh, we would hate to have to disappear and not do that. Well, thank you for listening, and uh, hopefully you've enjoyed the chat. Hopefully you've enjoyed the music. Hopefully you will then go and tell your friends about the music, and these shows, of course, uh, and you buy it. That's one of the main things about these soundcheck shows throughout the soundcheck interviews, the soundcheck amount, the regular soundcheck shows. They're all about the music, putting you onto new music that maybe you weren't aware of before uh, and buying it. Also, while you're on the website as well, please have a look through the news section. There's a hell of a lot of news items about music out there, bands, links to the songs, YouTube videos of the songs. You can discover a lot more music by visiting the website too. So, uh, yeah, have a visit there. Tell your friends about us too. So let's finish the show with some Three Tremors, Why Not? And a song called Sonic Suicide. Your hate hits my heart like the death of a friend Regurgitating again and again Tyrannical ravings, a lunatic mind they spread like a plague on your twisted designs Because I won't be denied And I feel like you never have a sonic